Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. And now, ladies and gentlemen, this is Learn to Kick Fear with Low. Take action. Learn how internet marketers, real estate investors, and other entrepreneurs are overcoming their fears and making it happen and being successful. You know she's got the 411. It's time to kick those fears to the curb with Low. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Hello, hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Learn to Kick Field to the Curb with myself, with Lo, and happy holidays to you, and man, this year, the 2013 year has flown by incredibly fast, and um, I hope that you guys are enjoying some time off with family and friends and just reflecting on the past year as well as planning uh, for 2014, I, I know for me, I've, I've been um, reflecting in the reflecting phase as well as planning for 2014. And um, business-wise, it was a really good year uh, for us. Uh, most of the goals that we had set for 2013 were met and exceeded. Um, you know, a lot of things happened, a couple of additional products, you know, we were able to create. Um, we created uh, additional joint venture partnerships, positive and productive uh, partnerships, uh, which you know we were able to, you know, close deals and, and, and make money, and uh, we continue to grow and, and work together into the 2014 year. Uh, so on, on the business end, it, it was it was really good. It was really good. Um, and to give you a little bit more personal, I, it was rough on, on, on the personal end for me. Uh, I lost two family members back in June uh, due to arson, and that's a whole other segment actually to talk about. But it was a pretty traumatic time for myself as well as my family. I lost my aunt and uncle. And, um, you know, being able to... One thing about being an entrepreneur, when, when I set the goal, uh, one of the goals that I had set for being an entrepreneur uh, over six years ago, one of those goals was to be able to have the freedom to travel and spend more time with family, and, and if they needed me, that I would be able to be there at the drop of a dime. And, you know, the only thing that I would need to take with me would be my cell phone and laptop. Um, I've been able to accomplish that, and... Uh, was I'm forever grateful that before we lost, you know, my aunt and uncle, I was able to spend eight days with them uh, prior to them um, uh, passing away. And uh, I'm so grateful that 
uh, all of the time, uh, time that I've invested, monies I've invested, uh, the sleepless nights that I've encountered um, just from starting at the very beginning of being an entrepreneur up until now, uh, that's probably one of the, 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 the most proud times that I'm, um, I'm grateful for uh, was being able to, to, to spend that time with them again before they passed away. So, you know, we all have our different reasons and, and, and motives and why we want to, to, to be entrepreneurs and successful entrepreneurs. And that's one thing I want to talk about. Um, if you have a business, whether it's a small business or a large business, uh, you can take these uh, top 12 ways to make 2014 uh, your brand's best year ever. When I say your brand, I'm talking about you, your business, your company. Or if it's you that you're branding, how to uh, best brand yourself. And honestly, you know, so that you can get noticed. You know, in, in the world of social media, there's so many people out there fighting for competition of, of uh, hope, you know, hopeful clients' attention, you need to stand out. You know, there's things that you need to do and there's things that you can do to stand out so people can notice you. So I'm going to talk about that today. And, and I read a fantastic blog post uh, on social caffeine. And um, the writer that's, that's, that's a part of this particular blog post that I'm going to share with you today is uh, Lori R. Taylor. So she's the founder, executive uh, editor uh, of Social Caffeine. So um, I just want to share what she shared, and hopefully it's motivating to you and, and, and it will help you to be able to better plan for your business's brand in 2014. Now let's talk about the first way. Number one, you want to get uh, clear. Get clear on your why. All right, you're a business owner, which means you're someone with energy and drive. You're a risk taker. You thrive in exciting situations. That's why when your business is doing well and you find yourself doing the same thing week after week after week, business starts to feel like a drag. Going back to why, going back to that why, you're in business gives you the energy and drive. Discover your why to get your business with a new lease on life. All right, and maybe uh, you hope to provide a mistake for your family. Uh, you wanted to make the world a better place. You long to be your boss and set your own schedule. You aim to prove to yourself and others what you're capable of. All right, um, needed an outlet for your creativity and energy. You wanted to create jobs for others and boost the economy. Write down as many reasons as you can think of for why you started your business your entrepreneurial and, you know, a quest and why you should stay in business. Then 2014 won't seem like an uphill climb, but a smooth downhill uh, ski run. And that's what she's sharing with the number one uh, way, get clear on your why. And I just shared with you earlier, one of my whys was to be able to spend more time with my family whenever they needed me. It's just a matter of a phone call. I can pack up, drive uh, down to where they are, or fly. doesn't matter. All right? So make sure you're clear on your why. Number two, dig deep into your values. Today's consumers are savvy. Uh, they or we don't fall for marketing gum. All right? We just don't fall for the, for the gum, for the trash, or whatever. They see behind, um, you know, your postings to what's at, at the heart of your business. They don't only want the products with the best value. They want to know you care. 
All right, that's why it's so important to be open about your brand's value and to live up to those values. Your brand's values come from your story and things you really care about. If um, if you've yet to put your values down on paper, then it's time to get started. That's one thing you want to do. All right, write down your 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 deep values. What are they? And you want to be able to convey that and share that uh, with your audience. Okay, number three. Open your eyes to opportunity. The world is changing faster than ever. New technologies are emerging and disappearing all the time. Facebook soon will soon be celebrating its 10-year anniversary, but in another decade it could be the social media graveyard along uh, Bebo and MySpace. It's a great time to be an entrepreneur. With all this change, there are opportunities everywhere if you open your eyes to see them. Brands can no longer afford to stay the same year after year. You must grow with the times, seize the day, and it is yours to grab. So I think she really hits it here that you have to stay ever learning. You have to continue to listen to, hopefully, uh, podcasts such as this one, um, as well as others or, or, or reading books and, and staying in the know of how to be the most effective entrepreneur and business owner that you can be. Okay? and also how to stay on top of the changing trends that's happening with online marketing, social media, uh, and so on, all right? Number four, be smart about what you can achieve. We business owners, you know, we're, we're, we're funny, okay? You know, we set big goals because we have these big dreams, and to a lot of people that's crazy, and that's funny. But, you know, you have to set those goals, all right, because we do have big dreams. But with big dreams come big disappointments. Humans might have gone to space, but we've yet to reach the stars. So instead of aiming for the stars, set your sights on something achievable. Making your goals smart is a great way to do this. Smart goals are, for example, be specific. You should know how they'll be achieved. Okay? Also measurable, so you know when you've hit them. Assignable, so you know who will make them happen, meaning outsource or your em employees. Realistic, so you know they're possible, leaving you with little wiggle room for excuses. Time-bound. Because a goal with no time limit is merely an aspiration. So again, four, be smart about what you can achieve, all right? So if you're starting at 5000 a month in, in, um, in income for your business, and your goal is to hit 200000 then that's probably not going to happen in 30 days or 60 days. So that's just an example of making sure that you keep your goals obtainable and realistic. Okay, you want to gradually grow. All right, number five, listen to your employees. So if those of you that do have employees, you want to listen to them. Or, you know, if, if, uh, if you're a smaller business and you just have those uh, employees that are part-time or that you contract out, you still want to listen to them, all right? Have you ever watched the TV show Undercover Boss? If you've yet to see it, you should check it out. In the show, the boss of the company goes undercover in his or her own business disguised as an employee. In every show, the bosses discover something new. They find ways to improve their businesses. That's because the people on the ground know their business better than you do. They know the best ways to improve things, but you're often too scared to say anything in case you don't want to hear it. And I have to admit, I've been there. <laughs> So it's time you started rewarding honesty at all levels of your business. You might discover things you'd rather not know, but in the long run, it's better for your business, trusting your team, 
makes them happier as well. So learning to listen to your employees or listening to people that work for you on a part-time or contractual basis, you want to be able to use that feedback to better grow your business. And again, I had to learn this, and when I started doing that, um, we were able to see, you know, an increase in, in either clients or uh, profits from sales of products because we made those changes. We listened. All right. Now, let's look at number six. Create space for creativity. Talking of trusting your team, why not allow innovation from everyone in your business, from the cleaners to the CEO, all right? Let people know you're looking for new ideas to improve your business. Even better, trust them to implement the ideas for themselves. Give every employee three pass cards for the year ahead. They can try new things as long as they admit it if they go wrong, all right? They've got three chances for things to go wrong and unlimited chances for things to go right. Now, I enjoy working for myself, but if I were an employee, it's the kind of company I would love to work for, and that's true. So create the space for creativity, all right? And again, these are for those business owners that do have employees that they do manage. And this this can also go for a smaller business, all right? So it, if you're working for yourself and it's only maybe one or two of employees, again, that may be part-time, they still matter. Count them in, okay? Give them a voice. So I think you'll be surprised at the difference. And um, the asset and, and profit that it can bring your business, all right? Number seven, listen to your customers. No business can survive without customers, whether it's one customer or one million customers. No customers, no business. You may well know that the customer is king, but if all the customer, if all the king's uh, chorus are deaf, then his throne is meaningless. You've got to keep your eyes open to what the king wants. Talk to your customers, ask them questions, and listen to what they have to say. You can do this face-to-face, -face or, or if you want to keep things simple on social media or with an online survey, make sure you're meeting their needs in a way that works for them. Are you helping your customers get to where they want to be? If not, your business won't last for long, and this is so true. And um, with, with my primary business being real estate investing, I deal a lot with not just uh, homeowners, uh, sellers, but I also deal with buyers. And even though it may not be a business, quote, unquote, where I have those sellers buying from me products all the time, kind of like going to a Walmart or something like that, but I do follow up with them periodically um, on sellers that we've, we've purchased their houses from or whatever to say, hey, this is Lolita with Heartstone, just want to follow up, hope everything's going well. Uh, let us know if you know anyone that needs to sell their home. We'd love to help. We do pay a referral fee. So it's just as simple as something like that to reach back out, to say, hey, I'm still here. Remember, we helped you. Um, the experience was great. If you have anyone or know anyone that needs our services, please let us know. So you know, and we do pay a referral. So reach back out as well as the buyers. Appreciate your buyers. We appreciate our buyers. We send a Christmas card. We'll call them periodically. Say, hey, how, how's it going? Is, is you still buying? Uh, we may have another property in your area in the next couple of weeks. Just wanted to follow up. Just wanted to reach out. Most of the time, people, meaning customers. Um, as well as, you know, uh, your partners, people that you do business with. They just want to know that you're there. 
So, and when you show them you are and you reach out, then it's like, okay, well, they're thinking about me. Or, and or they remember you. For example, if they get a lead, instead of maybe giving that lead to another colleague because you reached out to them yesterday via a postcard or maybe a phone call, they'll be like, you know what, let me call Lo back or let me send the lead an email. I think that she may be able to do something with this lead or the case may be. All right? So you want to be able to reach out. You want to do that um, periodically. You know, it's, it's often, and, you know, it's just networking, all right? Um, and you want to make sure that you listen to your customers because these are the people that will continue to bring you business. Number eight, create value. What is value? Value is giving your customers what they want. When you're meeting their needs, your customers are willing to pay. We already uh, looked at how important it is to find out what your customers want and to meet those needs uh, through your products and services. But more than that, you should always be on the lookout for new, better ways to meet their needs. Value isn't just about products or services either. Good marketing involves giving away value for free. So potential customers associate your brand with value. Don't be afraid of giving stuff away to build a relationship again. This is something that I've learned um, over the last couple of years. You know, creating that free content of what your audience uh, uh, would like or would want. And, of course, they'll share this with you once you've sent the survey. Like, like I shared before, once you send them a survey, you ask them, you know, what information would you guys like to hear most about? How to do this, how to do that, tips on this, tips on that. And you create a quick uh, five-minute video, two-minute video, or a quick email and send it out to your, your, your customer base and, and ask them. Or, or, or you create that product, that free product, and share that with them. And they'll always come back and say, you know what, Mo, thank you so much for sharing it. I didn't know that. Thank you for sharing this particular app. Didn't know this type of app was available. I think this is, this is going to help me. Well, the case may be, you always want to be able to create value and give uh, good tips and advice, how-tos, uh, that type of, create that type of content and, and share it for free. It doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be a whole lot of stuff, but just those little, those little nuggets that they can use to help them. Okay, number nine, keep an eye on your numbers. Let's talk about that. You might think your business is doing well, but your stats might tell a different story. So is your revenue growing or declining? How many people are visiting your website? How much is your content being shared and talked about on social media? How many leads are you generating every month? Even if you don't have a head uh, for numbers, you need to watch out for trends in your stats. If the numbers are telling you that you need to buck up, then you need to buck up. Um, this took me several years to, to really start focusing more on the numbers. And just by doing this, then you can know, okay, well, I'm not really having a lot of traffic on Twitter or response on Twitter, but I'm getting a ton on LinkedIn. I'm getting a ton on Facebook. And you want to watch those trends, see what's working, you know, on posts that you share or you put out there, you know, you check your website, uh, website stats see what, uh, or your blog, see what posts are being shared most often. And what you want to do is tailor your content around, you know, what's being shared the most, okay? So you want to know what your numbers are. So keep, keep your eye, keep an eye on your numbers. Number 10, get on the right social networks. If you're not on the right social networks, then you're wasting resources and missing out on customers. To make the most of social media, choose the networks that match your industry and customer profile. Most social networks 
are wrong for your brand. Let me say it again. Most social networks are wrong for your brand, so make sure you choose the right ones, okay? And I like it how Lori here, she has a link that will, you know, talks about um, knowing uh, some different brands and niches on what social networks you need to be on and not. So that that will be in the description for, for you as well. But this is very important, all right? So you want to make sure you get on those right social networks. And all I can do is tell you just from being more of, of, of real estate, real estate investing as well as um, social media marketing and online marketing uh, is what we do, is what, what our businesses do. You know, real estate hasn't been as effective for us on Twitter as it has been LinkedIn and Facebook. So, and again, that's just from us watching the numbers, uh, looking at the trends, uh, and being able to identify how, you know, we are able to get the, the most traffic from each social media uh, network. So that's something that you can do as well. Number 11, I like number 11. took me a minute to kind of understand this as well, but number 11, be a copycat. To come up with the best ideas, you don't have to go at it alone. Look at what's working for others and try those ideas yourself. Yes, it's copying, but remember, no one can genuinely create an apple pie from scratch. Great ideas uh, from all around you, all right? Get those, get those ideas from all around you. We all do it all the time. It's not about where you get your ideas. It's about the unique mix you create and where you take it. It took me a minute to uh, absorb this myself, excuse me, and actually put it into place in my own business. A lot of times I would get caught up in, man, what am I going to write about on my blog? You know, what am I going to write about? <laughs> and, and once, you know, I started networking and, and, and talking with other um, content uh, creators online in, in, uh, in the mastermind group that I'm a part of, you know, that made me understand, like, well, Lita, you know, just become a creative creative, quote-unquote, uh, copycat. So it's not copying people's information word verbatim, but what you're doing is getting ideas of what to share. And this particular um, um, post today, <laughs> I'm sorry, post today is from uh, Lori, Lori Taylor, again, over there at Social Caffeine. So because I wasn't quite sure of what I wanted to share for year-end, uh, with my followers, with you all, but I knew it was something dealing with how to make 2014 better for you and for your business. So after I read this post, I was like, well, goodness, I can share exactly what she wrote up. And, of course, I'm adding my own personal experience, you know, with each section, with, with each, you know, 12 tips to, to kind of help you guys see and, and give you more understanding. But this is this is an exact... Um, way that I'm doing it. But of course I'm also getting a credit, which is very, you know, very important. So you just don't want to take people's information. You know, you want to kind of, you know, put your own with it and share your own as well, but you definitely want to give them credit um, as well. So this, once I kind of grasped this and learned this, it saved me a ton of time. So I've been able to create content and information quicker. All right? Number 12, drop What's not working? Let me say that again. Absolutely drop what is not working. However big or small your business is, however big your business gets, it will always have a limited capacity. You can't do everything. Put a finger in every pie and your hands become useless. 
this is such good you know, uh, information here. In other words, you know, you want to outsource. But mainly, she's talking about dropping what's not working. Okay? So she says, let's take an honest look at your business and decide what's working well and what's not. Dropping projects in which you've invested time, money, and your emotional energy is never easy, and it's not. But only by doing this can you create space for something better to happen. In other, in other words, you want to evaluate what is not working. So if you've been spending money in one area of marketing or even on a product, um, and or you've created a service that has not in turn brought back uh, a positive ROI in spite of you changing up different marketing methods or uh, tweaking the product or readjusting the services to add this or take away that, if it's not bringing forth a profit, let it go. And that's easy to determine. So you can look at simply what you've invested in it, you know, versus what profit that you've received from it. So, and it is hard, for, you know, for us as entrepreneurs to kind of let things go, especially when you think it was a great idea and it's something that could be helpful, you know, for your clients. But if they don't think so, then it's not. All right? Now, she also shares here, as a bonus tip, what you want to do, you want to try something new. Make this coming year, 2014, the year you pursue your crazy dream. What is your crazy dream? Think about that. Is it to go to, um, is it to take a trip, Italy, Spain? Is it to go skydiving? Is it to whatever? Okay. Make this year that you pursue it, to pursue whatever crazy dream you have. May not happen, but pursue it. Okay? Make it the year for trying new things. Try something new. All right? If you are nervous and fearful of talking in front of people or uh, doing a, a radio show, something like this, but you want to try it, you think it will help your business because it will, then do it. All right? This show's main theme is talking about overcoming your fears. How to do that, you know, and one of the main things you have to do is you have to face it. So make it a year. Make 2014 a year for you trying some things new, all right? Branch out and be the best that you can be at it. And a quote from John Barrymore states that a man is not old until regrets take the place of dreams. Absolutely love that. And I hope that the top 12 ways here to make 2014 your brand's best year ever has been extremely helpful for you. Um, again, you will find um, this write-up by Lori R. Taylor in, uh, in the description of this particular podcast, this interview. So I'd like to thank all of you for listening and being a follower of mine. And always remember to... Pursue your dreams. Don't allow fear, don't allow anyone to come into the place of you trying and pursuing. You never know what's going to happen 
you know, the worst thing that can happen, um, even when you ask, is that someone will say no. Or if you try, it may not work out. But that's okay. You try again and you ask again. Okay? So much success to you in 2014. Many blessings and as always, take action. Because when you take action, it pays. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.